Well, hey, doll. Hey, doll. I'm your host, Cynthia. And I'm your host, Paula. And we are Dolls, Dolls and, and Doom. Doom. Well, Paula, let me ask you. Does the name Lindy Chamberlain mean anything to you? No, it's not familiar. How about the phrase, a dingo's got my baby? Okay, yes. I've heard that many times. I knew you would recognize that phrase. So that line, a dingo's got my baby, has been used as a joke in pop culture for decades. Everything from Seinfeld, The Simpsons, Frasier, Conan, and Tropic Thunder all used that very famous line as a joke. But it's really not that funny. It actually originated from a really tragic case. And today, I'm going to tell you the story of Lindy and Azaria Chamberlain. On August 13, 1980, the Chamberlain family left their home for a camping trip to Ayers Rock, a stone mountain that rises 348 meters high above the ground in Australia. Now this stone is called Uluru by natives, and it attracts many tourists due to its grand shape and beautiful colors that seem to change from shades of red and gold as the sun moves throughout the day. That sounds really pretty. It does. I know. I want to visit. Ayers Rock is actually one of Australia's most famous natural landmarks. Michael Chamberlain was a minister of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, which at that time was a denomination that was not well understood in this part of the world. He had been married to Lindy for 10 years, and the couple was excited to spend several days camping and hiking with their three young children. Their oldest son was Aiden, who was six, then Reagan, who was four, and finally their young infant daughter, Azaria, who was only two months old. Late on August 16th, the Chamberlain family arrived at the Ayers Rock campground. The next day was spent climbing rocks and exploring caves. And that day, while Lindy was holding baby Azaria and walking around one of these caves, she looked up to see a dingo, which is a wild Australian dog, and it was staring at her from on top of a nearby rock. Later that evening, the Chamberlain family would gather together with other campers and spend most of the early evening chatting with another couple vacationing with a young infant. Throughout the dinner hour, campers would spot dingoes running all around the different tents and sometimes even following them as they disposed of their leftover food. At one point, a dingo got so close to the camp that Michael actually threw a crust of bread to one of them in an effort to entertain little Aiden. Now, Lindy warned her husband not to tease the dogs, and she said it was about that time that the dingo attacked a mouse that just happened to be running by. As it grew later, Lindy decided it was time to put baby Azaria and little Reagan to bed in the tent. She left the group of fellow campers for about 10 minutes, and when she returned, she announced that both children were asleep. Just a couple minutes later, someone thought they heard a baby cry, so Lindy went to check on the kids. The otherwise peaceful night was interrupted by Lindy's frantic scream, My God, my God, the dingoes got my baby. Lindy said as she approached the tent, she saw a dingo running out of it. 
It looked like it might have been carrying something in its mouth, but it was so dark that she really wasn't positive what she was seeing. As she entered the tent, there was little Reagan asleep, but two-month-old Azaria was nowhere to be found. She suddenly remembered seeing the dingo staring at her from the rock earlier in the day and remembered that she had felt uneasy as if the dingo was casing her baby. When investigators arrived, they took a look in the Chamberlain tent and noticed blood all over the floor and all over the blankets. There were paw prints leading away from the tent entrance, but the prints disappeared as they grew further away from the campsite. Little Aiden was crying to one of the nearby campers, saying that the dingo has our baby in its tummy. Oh, I know. That's so sad. Heartbreaking. Yes. Well, everyone quickly pitched in to help find baby Azaria. Obviously, there was no time to lose. Approximately 300 men, women, and teenagers formed a human chain to search for the missing baby or any piece of evidence, such as clothing or paw prints. While the search was going on, Michael stayed behind at the campsite and was overheard telling a fellow camper that his daughter was probably dead. Several dingo tracks were found, but there were no pieces of clothing or any other evidence that Azaria had in fact been taken by a wild dog, except for one small depression in the sand that looked as if a dingo had possibly laid something down. The spot was investigated, and it did appear that the imprint in the sand was made by some type of knitted weave material. Unfortunately, they were unable to find any dingo tracks leading away from this depression. After the initial search, investigators went back and forth with their theories as they enjoyed drinks at a local motel. Some of the inspectors believed Lindy's story, while several others thought it was a complete fabrication. One of the believers brought up the fact that there had been several recent and documented attacks on humans by dingoes in the area. But since none of these attacks resulted in death, the skeptics said that the Chamberlain story was simply not possible. One of these investigators said it would be absolutely impossible for a dog to carry a 10 pound baby for hundreds of yards. He even went as far as to collect a 10 pound bucket of sand, which he then tried to carry in his own mouth. When he couldn't carry it for more than a minute, he challenged the other officers to try to carry it. And when they couldn't, he considered his point proven. Okay, I'm sorry, but that's ridiculous. You're a human. A dingo is obviously going to be able to carry more in its jaws than a human. That's just the way that they're built. I can't believe someone would actually like consider that, you know, a valid point. <laughs> I know. It's absolutely ridiculous to me. It's yeah. apples and oranges. Um, Completely. It's just, it kind of t- goes to show that like they have their minds made up. Yes, I agree. And I don't know why this was like, funny is not the right word, but I guess it was just like an unusual story. It was an unusual account of what happened. And I feel like it was kind of treated like a joke right. from day one. Yeah. If no one else has died, then it's completely impossible. Right. So that's what happened. One week after Azaria disappeared, a man named Wally Goodwin was hiking at the base of Ayers Rock when he came across torn and bloodied clothing on the ground. It was the jumpsuit and onesie that Azaria had been wearing when she disappeared. Now, once again, the inspectors who believed that there was no way a wild dog could have been the culprit here 
They dismissed the evidence, saying that the clothing had been found very near to where the Chamberlains had been hiking earlier in the day, insinuating that the clothing had probably been planted. They also said that it was possible that the baby had gone missing much earlier in the day, and perhaps Lindy wasn't cradling a baby at all on that evening that she allegedly disappeared. Maybe instead she was just holding a little bundle so that fellow campers would believe she still had a baby. I feel like that's reaching. It's, it's out there for sure. Now during this ongoing investigation, dingoes in the area were hunted and killed and then dissected by veterinarians to see if their stomachs contained human bone or protein or fibers from clothing. Nothing of note was found during any of these dissections. After several inquiries, charges were pressed against Lindy Chamberlain. Prosecutors alleged that Lindy had cut Azaria's throat in the front seat of her car and then hid the baby's body in a large camera case. Then she allegedly rejoined the group of campers around the campfire and fed one of her young sons a can of baked beans. A few minutes later, she went to the tent, saying she was going to check on her infant daughter, and that's when she was heard screaming, a dingo has my baby. According to prosecutors, while everyone else from the campsite was searching for Azaria, Lindy was disposing of the baby's body. Now, prosecutors used Azaria's clothing to support this theory. The jumpsuit had a large blood stain around the neck, and they also pointed to the fact that there was no canine saliva found on any of the infant's clothing. A forensic report also stated that fetal hemoglobin stains were found on the front seat of the Chamberlain's car. Fetal hemoglobin is only present in infants six months old and younger. Lindy claimed that Azaria was wearing a matinee jacket over the jumpsuit, and this would explain why there was no canine saliva found. The jacket was not recovered with the rest of the baby's clothing. Underneath the jumpsuit, baby Azaria had been wearing a singlet, or here in America we call them onesies, and it was still inside the jumpsuit, but it was inside out. Now, Lindy was adamant that she did not put that onesie on Azaria inside out that she would never do that, and that she was very particular about how she dressed her babies. Since the onesie was found inside out, yet still inside the jumpsuit, prosecutors said that this was just another of Lindy's lies. Now the jumpsuit was relatively undamaged, and in an interview, someone asked Lindy if she was surprised to see the clothing still in one piece if the baby had been attacked by a dog. Lindy responded, completely calm and collected, saying, quote, No, not after seeing a dingo eat cattle. They use their paws like hands and peel the skin back, like the peeling of the skin of an orange. End quote. Now, obviously, seeing a mother talk about something so disturbing in regards to the death of her young child in such a matter-of-fact tone was quite off-putting to the public. During the trial, the defense brought in several of the fellow campers who all seemed to believe that Lindy was telling the truth. One of the campers was a nurse and she reported hearing the baby cry after the time when the prosecution alleged Lindy would have killed her. Defense also pointed to the prosecutor's junk science, stating that there was evidence of adult blood that had incorrectly registered as fetal hemoglobin and other organic compounds could also test positive as fetal hemoglobin. Some of these compounds are mucus from the nose 
and chocolate milkshakes, both of which had been present in the Chamberlain car. And if you test my car right now, it is going to test positive because as a mother, snot and spilled milk are constantly flowing in my backseat. <laughs> but on a serious note, these tests were later proven to be highly unreliable and even chemicals used in the interior of the car when it was being manufactured tested positive for fetal hemoglobin. Most of the evidence presented in defense of Lindy in the original trial was actually rejected, and this case is now used as an example of how media and bias can adversely affect a trial. Lindy's story of how a dingo took her baby was turned into a joke. It was in comics and all over the media. Lindy's behavior was picked apart as she did not look or act how the public believed a typical grieving mother should look or behave. She was always dressed very stylishly and she always looked gorgeous and immaculate, not necessarily the picture you would conjure up when imagining a woman whose baby had been killed by a wild dog. I mentioned before that the Chamberlains were Seventh-day Adventists, and at the time that was not a very popular religion in Australia, so people were quick to accuse the Chamberlains of being part of a cult that required the sacrificing of infants. Now it didn't help the Chamberlains were very stoic, and they obviously did find some peace in their faith. They would openly say that the loss of their daughter was God's will, and that they had found peace in her passing. Remember, even in the first couple of hours after her disappearance, while investigators were still searching for Azaria, Michael had said that their daughter was dead and that it was God's will. An anonymous tip was received saying that the name Azaria means sacrifice in the wilderness. Well, it's actually Hebrew and it means helped by God. Lindy Chamberlain was accused of being a witch. Neighbors and supposed friends of the family said that Lindy only ever dressed Azaria in black. Now, a little side note here. If wearing black makes you a witch, I'm in trouble. Yeah, me too. We're both wearing black right now. <laughs> it's the only thing in my closet. So, uh, you know, watch out. But people really did. They said that because Azaria was allegedly often dressed in dark colored clothes, that obviously that had to have some type of underlying meaning, despite this being the early 1980s when black and navy dresses were actually very much in fashion for little girls. During the trial, Les Harris, an engineer, had actually been studying dingoes for over a decade. He stated that a dingo's teeth can shear through material as tough as a seat belt, so the rips and tears through Azaria's clothing were consistent with a dingo attack. He also cited an example of a captive dingo removing and devouring a bundle of meat from its wrapping paper while not damaging the paper at all. He provided evidence to show that a dingo was able to carry something as heavy as a kangaroo and that there had been a report of a three-year-old little girl being grabbed out of the back seat of her car from the very same camping area just a couple of weeks before Azaria went missing. In that case, the dingo only dropped the little girl when her father chased after it and scared it away. Now, despite what I believe was ample evidence of her innocence, the jury of nine men and three women found Lindy Chamberlain guilty of her daughter's murder on October 29, 1982, and she was sentenced to life imprisonment. At the time of her sentencing, she was eight months pregnant. 
Her husband, Michael, was found guilty as an accessory after the fact and was given an 18-month suspended sentence. The Chamberlains appealed the verdict, but were unsuccessful. Lindy Chamberlain gave birth in prison, and her newborn daughter was taken from her less than an hour after birth. Four years later, in 1986, an English tourist by the name of David Brett was climbing Uluru and fell to his death. Now, because this rock was huge and the terrain was very dense, it took searchers eight days to find his remains. He just happened to have fallen in an area full of dingo lairs. While combing the area for his scattered bones that might have been carried off by animals, searchers made an incredible discovery, an infant's matinee jacket. Now, upon this discovery, the chief minister of the Northern Territory ordered that Lindy Chamberlain be immediately released and that the case be reopened. On September 15, 1988, the Northern Territory Court of Criminal Appeals unanimously overturned all convictions against Lindy and Michael Chamberlain. Lindy had spent three years in prison. Now she says the time spent in prison was time on hold, like her life had been freeze-framed, but then when she was released, life picked right back up again. She said through this ordeal, she learned to not judge others quickly, and she also learned that she would be judged no matter what she did stating that during the trial, if she smiled, she was accused of belittling her daughter's death, and if she cried, she was accused of acting. So she decided she might as well just remain true to herself and follow her own path. She said you have to learn to laugh at yourself or you will have a pretty miserable life. A movie called A Cry in the Dark, released in 1988, starred Meryl Streep and told the story of Lindy's wrongful conviction. The movie portrayed Lindy as innocent and told a very sympathetic side of her story. But it seemed to backfire, and that was when the line, A Dingo Has My Baby, became such a big joke. Two years after their exoneration, the Chamberlains were awarded $1.3 million in compensation for wrongful imprisonment. That amount was less than one-third of their legal fees. On December 13, 1995, a third coroner's inquest was released stating that the cause and manner of Azaria's death was unknown, and it was not until June 2012 that coroner Elizabeth Morris ruled that a dingo was responsible for Azaria's death. Morris made this finding in the light of subsequent reports of dingo attacks on humans causing injury and death. She stated that, quote, Azaria Chamberlain died at Ayers Rock on the 17th of August, 1980. The cause of her death was as a result of being attacked and taken by a dingo. A death certificate with the cause of death has been registered, end quote. To this very day, Lindy says that she will be walking by a group of strangers, minding her own business, and someone will howl at her, just like a dingo. That's terrible. People are awful. People can be awful. Yes. So that's the story of Lindy and Azaria Chamberlain. Well, thank you for educating me. That really is the first time I've heard that story. That's, I remember, I think, I've always been a Meryl Streep fan, so I think I saw the movie at probably way too young of an age. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, as an adult to go back and like study study it is pretty mm-hmm. um pretty interesting to get yeah. all the all the details. Yeah, really sad. And she's so right. No matter what you do, people are going to judge you. I'm always saying that you can't make everybody happy. Right. You're always going to have conflicting opinions. For sure. And to see interviews of her now, she is so cool. Like, she's got, like, bright purple hair. And she's just, she seems like a really cool person. So I'm really glad that it didn't, like... Destroy her? Yeah. And put out her light. You know? She's really cool. Good for her. So I was thinking that you and I should play a game. Okay. You want to play Would You Rather? I would. Okay. (laughs) So you play this game. I'm going to give her a couple of choices, and she has to decide which one she would rather. So Paula, would you rather have a golden voice or a silver tongue? Okay, so I've always wanted to be able to sing. Always. I do it, but I'm horrible at it. I feel like having a silver tongue could get me out of any sticky situation, so... I think I'm going to go with silver tongue. Okay, silver tongue. Would you rather be covered in fur or covered in scales? Scales, so I can swim. Like a mermaid. Ooh, like the mermaid that you are. Yeah, deep down on the inside. Okay, so one time Paula and I literally made mermaid tails, (laughs) took them to the beach, and did a photo photo shoot on on the beach as mermaids. And if I find the photos... I'll post one to <laughs> Facebook if, if I Paula will allow me to. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Would you rather be in jail for a year or lose a year off your life? Lose a year off the life. Oh, okay. Would you rather have one real get out of jail free card or a key that opens any door? Key. I want to open any door. Now, this is... Physical doors that really exist or like imaginary doors? Mm, any door. Okay, yeah. I, I'm keeping my answer or the key. Okay. And would you rather know the history of every object you touched or be able to talk to animals? Animals. Okay. Hands down. No question. Okay, Cynthia. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have all traffic lights you approach be green or Never have to stand in line again. Never have to stand in line again. I hate standing in line. I feel yeah. For me, it's, it's 50-50. That would be a hard one for me to answer. I don't mind stopping at a green light. I can, you know, just right. chill for a minute. But standing in a line has got to go. Yeah, because you never know how long that's going to take. Oh, yeah. Would you rather have an easy job working for someone else or work for yourself but work incredibly hard? Uh, I'd rather work for myself. And work incredibly hard, which is, I kind of feel like what you and I do right now. Yeah. So working for ourselves, myself, and working hard. Would you rather go back to age five with everything you know now or know now everything your future self will learn? Okay. I used to always say that if I could go back to high school, knowing what I know now as an adult, I could like rule the world. But the truth is... I love being an adult, and though I had a great childhood, I love being an adult and being able to do whatever I want. So I would say maybe I'll just just let me know right now everything I'm going to learn, and I'll rule the world from here on out. There you go. Yeah. Would you rather have unlimited international first-class tickets or never have to pay for food at restaurants? Uh, unlimited tickets, for sure. Yeah. I flew to China once in coach 
Don't ever do that. <laughs> Sounds That's very like, uncomfortable. Oh, oh my goodness. I don't even, I can't even tell you how long because I just like lost time. Mm-hmm. But, oh, no. First class for sure, all the yeah. way. Sounds like go the way to, China to go. Yeah. Florida. I want to be knocked out. Yeah. Hot towels. Yes. Mimosas. The bring it on. The first class was so nice. It was like, Everybody had their own like space. Like it was like a chair. Yeah, like a little cubby. Yes. I've seen it on movies. Yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, now I could I could stay on this plane all day. Well, I was gonna stay on the plane all day no matter what. Right. But you didn't like, have a choice. I would not this would be comfortable. Yeah. But yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I hate to fly, but if it was first class, I think I could deal with it. It's better. And would you rather be an unimportant character in the last movie you saw or an unimportant character in the last book you read? Uh, for sure, unimportant character in the last movie I saw because it is my lifelong dream to be a movie star. And I kind of was an unimportant character in a Amazon TV pilot that didn't get picked up. That's right. Yes. So, you know, I love to brag about that <laughs> as I'm doing now. Um, so for sure, unimportant character in a movie and I would convince myself I was like really the really the star yeah give yourself an imdb credit i have an imdb did you know that no Uh, no from this amazon tv pilot i I was in yeah you you. can look me up right now everybody look me up cynthia hunnefeld on imdb i'm on i and when i saw it i was so surprised i was so like i was thrilled except there's no picture the director uploaded me the director of the the show submitted me but my photo's not on there weird I know, so I gotta remedy that. If yeah. anybody knows shoot, how to fix that, shoot him an email and say, "Hey," he'll be like, "Uh, dude, get my photo up there." But yeah, I have an IMDb page. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty. Ex- I, it's most exciting thing that ever happened to me. I was an unimportant character in a current TV show. Yes, you were. The right stuff. I was a background character, but I do not have an IMDb page because I didn't have any speaking lines. But I'm in like several episodes. Yes, I know. I've loved. Like, like there I am. See, there I know. I am. Yes, and you look so good. And it's a period piece. Yes. So you like are back in that retro time period. Yeah. Looking so good. It was and so much fun. So fun, isn't it? Yeah. Except the sleeping in curlers, that was uncomfortable. Uh yep. Yeah, for sure. I used to have to do that as a little girl. My mom would curl my hair with like those styrofoam yes. curlers. Yes, so did mine, and I hated it back then too. It was awful trying to sleep in those. Mm-hmm. But worth it the next day. True. Yeah. Well, gosh, thanks, everybody, for listening to us. Yes, thank you. Go to our Facebook page and our Instagram page. I'm learning Instagram for you, and it's not coming easily. So do me a favor. Follow us on Instagram. We upload our corresponding photos every week to those pages. So you can just hop right over to those pages and see the photos of the cases we're talking about. And then rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. And like and hit subscribe. Yes. Tell your friends. Get us out there. Spread the word. Please. Appreciate you listening to us. Yes. Thank you so much for all of your positive feedback. Absolutely. It's been so much fun and we hope to bring you lots more good stuff. My name is Cynthia. And my name is Paula. And we are Dolls Dolls and Doom. Doom. Bye.